0: This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the 209 podcast. This is episode 12 where Jacob Baker unwittingly walks into an intervention.
2: <laughs> Hello, Jacob. Welcome to tonight. I bet you didn't know that you were attending your own intervention. I didn't know that, no. I'm not very concerned.
1: What are we going to intervene,
3: intervene yes. upon? How, there's so many things.
1: How do we intervene upon Jacob? Um, well, Everett and I have been talking behind your back. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. And we think that this podcast... We need to go back to the drawing board a little bit.
2: Okay. Are you nervous? I love the drawing board. That's my favorite part of the podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Episode one was the drawing board. Yeah. Um, Now we've had a substantial hiatus. Um, for those listening who don't know, um, sporty good times productions outgrew us. Yeah. Big, big media. Yep. Big, big pod. Yeah. It's hard to compete with big pod. Uh, these mom and pop pods like ourselves, you know, get eaten alive. And he, Harry, our producer kind of, you know, threw us into the deep end and said, swim or sink. And, we were sinking. Yeah, <laughs> We chose to sync. <laughs> we did. And uh, now we are using a program called Messy. So there's going to be a nice little message before all of our podcasts saying this podcast is brought to you by Messy because that allows us to do this for free. Um, and uh, did you guys listen to episode 11 or any of the... I got through a lot of it. Um,
3: I can only take... So much in my own voice. Yeah, I understand.
2: We we've made eleven podcasts. We're correcting these things out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we got a good pace. <laughs> um,
2: but there's there's
1: new music that I just found that was public domain. Okay did did you have a chance to listen to that? Do you remember? Oh dang it! Um, no, I have not. I was really hoping I could find the Always Sunny stuff, because that supposedly that's public domain, but I was having a hard time. So I just found something called City Night Life. And it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's basic. But anyway, um Jake, we have been free. Free form, stream of consciousness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We've swung... As far over there, I feel like, as we could. Ever and I think that we should pull a little bit closer to the middle, just a bit. We should have some structure before our podcast. It doesn't have to be that we have the same gags or routines or whatever. but, And we can all speak on this. But from my perspective, we should have some type of outline or something going into a podcast... And we can springboard off of that and, and go down the rabbit trails that we wish. Um, but a little more structure. Jake, don't I mean, leave. Yeah, don't I mean, leave, You Jake, go. You go. Jake don't. don't
3: leave. Hey, guys, you can see, Jacob's gone.
2: I mean, if you guys would enjoy that, it's something I will, I'm willing to budge on. Now, if we're doing it for the viewers, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. No. This is a, we can,
3: this is, this is, I'm being a prima donna here. I, <laughs> I think I like whenever I open my mouth to know s- somewhat of what's going to happen. Um, so I think this is more of a me thing than a, yeah. and Grant, Grant, you know, is kind of in agreement with me. Um, so it's not about the people, even though we love the people.
2: Um, yeah, it's, that may, that makes sense. It's like that. It's like in Hard Knocks with Dan Campbell's talking about dragging him out, <laughs> out to the deep and seeing who could swim. I drug you guys out with, man, we went too deep. Turns out we can't swim.
3: Um, Yeah, I, I would say I was the main driver, and, and Grant, he does a great job of, I mean, we have a spectrum of personalities within the three of us, um, which makes for good friendship and hopefully good podcasts. And I think that we're we're striking a balance here between neurotically organized and very laid back. This, this brings up a point. Would anybody describe themselves as type B? Have you ever heard anybody describe themselves as type B?
1: Have I heard someone describe themselves that way? Yes. No. no. I don't think so.
3: Okay. Because Type B obviously opposed to Type A, give me a brief descriptor of Type B.
1: Um, messy desk, uh, deadlines, pushing right to the deadline, just a little disorganized, cluttered in the you know, but I can function highly like that. Um, more of a creative thinker, I, I tend to associate with Type B.
0: Yeah, because
3: I bring this up because the other day somebody was, like, describing their child to me, and they're like, yeah, he's type B. And I was like, wow, first time I've ever
1: <laughs> yeah. heard
3: that descriptive for somebody.
2: Um, anyway, sorry, that's – but I digress.
1: Jake, would you describe yourself as type A or type B?
2: Well, I've only ever heard type A. I didn't even know what type B meant until now. I mean, I could have assumed, but I've never heard anyone use that term like ever said <clears throat>
3: My wife in the background chimed in that type B people are the type that wouldn't care to know the difference <laughs> between type A and type B. So that's probably why they haven't described themselves that way.
1: Yep. Quite possible. I think that fits. Um, Ed, would you say you're on the other end of the spectrum or am I the one on the, like, are you in the middle of the two of us or am I in the middle of like wanting structure? I think you're in the middle. Yeah. I think you're. If
3: I could, like Jake is is very laid back. Um, I can seem laid back, but not really. For those of you, y'all know me better than that. I'm not laid back. Um,
1: That's out of the bag. I've been faking it for (laughs) eleven.
3: If you don't know me very well, I can be like, oh, he seems laid back. No, and I think Grant, you're you you're somewhere in the middle where you can you can go with the flow, but. Like, left to your own devices, you're pretty organized and and have a thought about the way most situations should go. But you're adaptable, too.
1: I like organization. I also like preparation sometimes if it makes the quality better. Yeah. Um, But there are times for just going off, winging it. it. Shout out to Taylor Johnson. um, Where it makes for something more genuine.
2: So, balance. But, so I want to – go ahead, I, I I think I – when we were brainstorming this, I was just thinking from past wiffle ball pod experience where I feel like I at least got burnt out doing the same pod over and over again. Yeah. yeah. But we have also not been very consistent doing this pod either. So no, I, I maybe it's not mean... the structure that –
3: Right. I remember you saying like we can have structured episodes, but it shouldn't be the same thing, you know, repeated each time. So we can come in with a with a battle plan for each episode, but that shouldn't look like the next episode.
1: Yeah. I think that allows us to be more creative, which is fun.
3: Get excited. More meta thinking
1: from the two oh nine. Yep. Mm-hmm. hmm I, I just
2: don't like I I like bits. I don't like recurring bits.
1: Right. Yeah, like we did questions for your questions over and over and over again with it, with the Wiffle Ball podcast. Yeah,
2: the name gives me just shivers on my spine.
1: (laughs) I mean, that hurts me a little bit, uh, but I understand. And the nature of that podcast was us just like recapping teams and scores and events in Wiffle Ball. So we're much broader than that with this podcast, I would say. Yeah. Um, so that allows for more room. Um, so I want to brainstorm a little bit more forward of like, do we want to rotate who kind of sets the structure for that episode? And then you can kind of like talk about if you have ideas, um, bits for that one episode. Right. Um, Jacob, does that sound just overwhelming to you? Or does this sound like a syllabus? Like, I,
2: <laughs> I think that's
1: a reasonable expectation. I was also thinking it may, it might be fun to do, like, I plan an episode. Next episode, we have a guest. Ever plans an episode. Next episode, guest. I think having guests on here is fun. I, I agree. So like every other one, we have a guest.
3: Yeah. Docs? Yeah, I'm all about the guests. I think, I think that uh, it's always a fun experience, and they bring a fresh perspective that makes the episode feel different than the
0: other.
1: Yeah, and then we, we still should prepare some like some structure for when we do have guests. Yeah. But. Yeah. And I would, I would also say, we should like share that with each other before the episode, and not just cold. One person knows what's happening, and nobody else knows what's happening. Wild card. Wild card. (laughs) Yeah, I'm on board.
3: Uh, Jacob is seating. Do you want to vote? No, I want to have a vote.
0: (laughs)
2: <laughs> That's so patronizing. Uh, I I I like guests. I would do guests as much as possible. Good,
1: good. That's good. I, I think we have some direction. So we're good. We we know where we're going from here. This is kind of a rebirth. I feel like for our, our yeah. podcast, a renaissance, a renaissance. Mm. Um. So let's just catch up from what's been going on since our last time. Uh, Last episode was baby daddies. Baby daddies. Are you still a baby daddy?
3: That's still going on. Um, I sent a group of y'all a picture of of earlier tonight after my son, Bishop, was done with his bottle. He was trying to stick both of his fists in his mouth. Um, He was enjoying it and frustrated (laughs) that they both didn't fit. So that's where we are. And it was reminiscent of a photo of a teammate of ours, Blake Wheeler, when he put, he ate two porn dogs at the same time. And it's a classic photo. It just says double dog in it. And it's probably one of, if, if my phone ever got lost and I somehow lost photos, that would be probably the number one that I'm most sad to miss.
1: Yeah. I, I was, I asked Nikki when you sent that. I said, do you understand that reference? And she did not. So then I got to share just like the most iconic photo of our Taylor experience. I think just because there's so much happening.
0: Yeah. There's a loaded.
1: Yeah. Cause the assist, I think the assist is iconic from Zach Hershberger. Yep. And then you got James Reagan in the background.
3: Hans with his muscle milk hat. (laughs) Um, and then, uh, what was Taylor with the D-lineman coach? Kinzer. Kinzer. He's back there. It's the D.C. Um, it's great. We should post that. We have a 209 Instagram, right?
1: We do. I, I'm writing that down right now. This we, will be
3: tagged with that. So, for those of you interested, it's a fantastic photo. Uh, number two photo. Maybe we should talk about this on another time. Um, it's basically up there with the Sasquatch siding but it is a member of Bergwall hall. We, we'll talk about if we want to identify who it is. Yeah. But. that
2: I, I was going to mention that as my number one, but I didn't, I didn't necessarily want to break it up. Yeah. Uh, what,
3: and he, he, he was known to go into the woods and take mud baths. And the, the, the quality of this photo is that, which he's not the main subject in the photo. You kind of have to search for him, but once you find him, it's worth so much money to me. Um,
1: Yeah, well, what I think is amazing is he was not known to go into the woods and take my best (laughs) for three years that we were with him.
0: Right.
1: And he was doing it, but he was doing it all the time. And nobody knew until, like, I don't know, we were juniors. And then this picture (laughs) surfaced. (laughs) And sure enough, there he is.
3: Wait, did somebody, somebody saw, like, in hindsight, they're like, yeah, one time I saw him coming in, like, yeah.
2: That was he me. Was yeah. I, I well, he was he was just coated in mud, in mud. <laughs> <laughs> and he was down in the laundry room. I don't remember what. I mean, I don't remember the exact circumstances, but I didn't think twice of it. I was like, oh, he was just on a pick a date or something, and no, that was not the case. Yeah, I talked I spoke to him too. I don't, I don't remember what I said to him, but I think I asked him. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I feel like I asked him about the mud, but he didn't give an answer that made me think he was mud bathing in the woods.
3: Right. Um. We won't out his identity, but if you're curious and you want to ask us about it on another occasion, that's fine. Um. Some of you already definitely know who we're talking about.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, the the person who snagged the photo too, like he was very upset because he was afraid that you know the The general Taylor population would now be aware of a great spot, and it would become <laughs> overcrowded. I didn't know. That. I didn't know that
3: too, but that's fantastic.
1: Oh, you had, had a little, a little slice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Jake. What's What's new with you these days?
2: A lot. A lot of coaching is the biggest thing. Still. I don't know if we were in the season yet when we last potted, but yeah. Coaching.
1: Talk to me uh, about some of the defensive numbers.
2: Uh I I, I don't I what do you mean? Like points allowed. Do you know how many points you're I, right I average? don't I don't know take it off personal? the top of my head. No. I <laughs> I I don't know. I'm not I'm not a big like End of game stats guy, I'm a field guy, I would say. <laughs> like I like stats. I'm a stats person, I would say, but if the stats look good and we play bad, I'm still gonna feel like we played bad. So um that's a good coach. Yeah. I I mean the stats have been very good, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> but we haven't played good teams, so we will see.
1: Have you Allowed more than 10 points
2: in a game. I I do not think so. I don't think we've allowed more than eight. Lockdown. Uh, but, <laughs> it, I mean, we have not played any good competition yet. So we play a good team this week, so it will be a good test. Good. Is that uh, at the Cougar Den? or it's, it's at the Cougar Den, yes. At home. Against Menden.
1: Exciting.
2: I've been
1: blessed this year to have access to the film on Huddle. So I've gotten to watch all the games in a very quick way.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which H- huddle is nice.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm like amazed. I'm like, oh, that's that's in the game? Yeah. Um, but it's been fun to circle other players and screenshot them and send them to Jake or record plays.
0: Yeah.
1: I've had a lot of fun. Um yeah. I, yeah. I did just text one to you, Everett, um, that you'll have to watch at some point. But um there was a bus on to Field <laughs> last Friday, and Jacob honestly is lucky that that guy did not churn his butter for three hundred plus yards.
2: <laughs> I I believe that's like word for word the text that you sent, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching you now. Oh my
0: gosh. That's incredible.
2: Yeah, they they had a big boy back there. I I respected that. But Is there
3: a lot of jumping his back tackles?
2: They were not very successful with jumping back. Wrapping around the neck and then piggybacking back <laughs> yeah. in <a> the <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: They lined him as a uh they lined him up as a butt sniffer. I've I've noticed this trend in <laughs> well he was playing fullback. Yeah, but he's very close to
2: the, the yeah. fullback's butt. Yeah. Well that's this a... is a lot of a lot of old school philosophy in the SCA these days, <laughs> a lot of powerful bull. So if you can stop the run, they're probably not gonna score.
3: Apparently a teammate of ours, Isaac, big country Florence, also as mm. BC. That's what he did in high school. He yeah. played running back.
1: And then we threw him the bag. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> we did that as well. That that's my understanding. Yeah. Yeah. He let everyone know that. So yeah, he did. Jake, who has been the toughest opponent to
2: prepare for so far? <laughs> well, uh some teams didn't didn't provide us film, so <laughs> I, I, well, that's not entirely true. We did get film, but we had to go, like, old-school exchange a USB <laughs> with them because they're, <laughs> they're not rich like LCS, and they don't have huddle. So, um. Um, yeah, there's been stuff like that. Those teams are pretty hard to prepare for, but yeah. – They give uh, you the floppy uh,
1: grassroots. They got a floppy yeah. disk for you? <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> it, it was a mess, but um, – I don't know. I'd say this week definitely, but other than that, maybe week – I don't know. Week one, Britton-Deerfield, they've played us tough in the past, but they were down this year, I would say.
1: Yeah, so hooked on them.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, we we have not played good teams. We could have won all these games by 100.
1: Yeah, definitely, from what I've seen. Um how's how's the Wolfpack doing?
3: Wolf Pack is one in five right now, so mm-hmm. kind of the opposite end of the spectrum. I was telling Jake we have a very front loaded schedule because we graduated a bunch of D one athletes last year, so nobody would play us except these really good teams. And then they graduated and now we're playing a schedule that's not suited for us. Mm. Um fortunately like all our region play is at the end. So if our guys can just hang on and not quit football because they're losing. Um, I think we'll be all right.
1: How are they handling it?
3: Uh, you know, it's, it's things to lose and, uh, start to doubt yourself, but like we, we try to keep the narrative and it's true. It's not just coaches speak, but they're, they actually, we're getting a lot better every week. So we, uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that we can do well in region and then make a little run in the playoffs. So it's been fun. It's been fun coaching quarterbacks. It's been fun talking offense, um, game planning. Our really, our offensive coordinator, I really like. He's, he's a really smart dude. And, um, it's just so much fun, like watching film and finding where their weaknesses are and and trying to create a game plan. That's been a lot of fun for me. Um, so yeah, I'm enjoying it.
1: So you're not, you're not coaching running backs anymore?
3: No, they've shifted me over to the QBs, which is a lot of fun for me. Praise
1: God for that.
3: I know. I know more of what I'm talking about. I spend less time on YouTube trying to find running back drills. Um, so that's good. And I get to wing the ball every day. Yeah, that's sweet. The real reason why I coach is to just keep throwing. So. Get
1: your hands on some pigskin.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh what, what have been some of your favorite drills to run?
3: Um. A lot of it pocket movement stuff is fun. Um I honestly like I forget because you're coming from a college mindset and I'm thinking like they can handle a lot of things that I feel like are normal to me, but gradually and you would feel it too if you I'm sure Jake feels it, just football IQ and like the amount of stuff that we worked over four years, like simple meshes. Our, which were second nature. Like, we have to rep those every day because they're just not as clean, like running back, quarterback exchange. So we do a lot of that stuff because um, we have a little less time than we did in college. And guys are playing two sides of the ball, you know, so that's those are all the challenges. Is that
1: pretty normal at Whitfield, that guys are playing both sides of the ball? Like, in my yeah, point, it's a bigger roster and –
3: Yeah, we have about 50 50 guys, so we can afford to have a couple one-way starters, but the norm is you're at least a backup on defense that's rotating in to give guys a breather.
1: Yeah. Makes sense.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Speaking about football, I want to talk a little bit about fantasy football. Yeah. We have two ends of the spectrum. Uh here in this Zoom call in our league, Ev has been putting up insane numbers this past week. So you crossed the 200 threshold, which is uh, – you, you want to speak on that?
3: Yeah, uh, without a dolphin on my team, so that's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah that's and, true. Uh, fortunately, I have Keenan Allen and Devontae Adams and the Bills defense, so they all put up 30-plus, 40-plus um, in the receiver's case. Yeah, it's just a good year. And I've been at the bottom, and I can't tell you what I'm doing differently other than uh, Grant Farrington tried to trade me David Njoku the other day, and I shut that down very fast. <laughs> That's uh, funny. <laughs> so I feel like I'm overcoming the curse of Njoku. Yeah. And, yeah, we'll see where it goes. I mean, I uh, I have an open spot on my roster that I can't fill, but at this point, it doesn't really matter. Wow. So...
1: Wow, you're in a good place. Yeah. Um, and Jake, <laughs> uh, can you can one. you say
2: what my record is? Please? You're two. And, you're two and one. For some reason, yeah. I was thinking you were one and two. No, I've been I've been extremely lucky with. I I'm last in the league in scoring. I think you are last in the league in scoring. But I make my points count. I'm not wasting them like I've. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not very optimistic about my team at this juncture. Um, I think there's potential out there, but I feel like once you, once you're like three weeks into the fantasy season, you know if your team is good or not, and I don't think mine is.
1: It, so why, why last year you were literally receptacles deep? Uh, well, yeah. You had many receivers. And this year, there's a total 180 strategy, and now you're running back, Steve.
2: Well, and, and I believe that's where I've gone default. That, that, that was the mistake because this, the receivers, they took me to the championship last year. This year, I mean, I still picked Travis Kelsey first, then AJ Brown. So I went receiver, I think, but then. I, I got lost in the sauce with Jameer, mm. who I still think I'll have a good year, mm. but I, I don't even remember who I picked after that. I picked I like I picked D hop. He's not been as good as I thought he was gonna be. Mm. Um yeah. The I I'm a believer in receivers and fantasy and I just went away from what I believe in and I'm paying the price.
3: Yeah. But somehow still two and one. Yeah. Where are you sitting,
1: Grant? Um, I am the other three and O team with Ev. Uh, and we're on opposite sides oh, of nice. the league, which is nice. Uh, but I'm not as high in scoring as Everett or Brad. Uh, but yeah, so I'm third in scoring. But this, I finished in last place last year. So um, I'm feeling vengeful and it's been feeling good uh things things are clicking i had a three and i've been three leagues i had a three and a weekend which that felt pretty good too that's
3: nice that's nice yeah that's really good Uh, and we'll just mention our team names
1: yeah yeah i was we have a great field of names this year uh in my opinion um, lots of good names. I was actually going to go through because um, we voted, yeah, uh, this year on who we think has the best name. So I was just going to go through from the worst to the best,
0: okay,
1: in terms of voting. Um, so, in big news for the Fellowship of Football Fantasies, Blake abandoned Mass off for Harambe.
2: Huge mistake! <laughs> Huge mistake!
1: What, yeah, well, what, but why do you say that, Jake? Because I feel like, you know, you were kind of a hater, and then one year
2: later, you're like, I miss it. <laughs> well, it it was starting to age like a fine wine, where like it was such a bad name the first year, but the, the commitment to it was aging it in a good way. I would say. You kind of started then, to respect it. On and all. then he's gone to another name that, I mean, I don't I don't think it's as bad as Maxa uh, for Harambe, but it's just not. It's not good enough to, after, like, three years, change masks off for Harambe.
3: If culture wins championships, he's shifted cultures, and it's not been to, for the best.
1: Great point. So, he abandoned masks off for of Harambe for Get Cooked. Yeah. He's got a frying pan as his avatar.
3: Does he have... Um, Who's he had on his team?
1: Um, Dalvin yeah. Cook, I assume. I'm assuming Dalvin Cooks
2: or James. He's a lot of cooks. He does he's have Dalvin Cook. Brandon Cooks. Oh, he also has Brandon Cooks. So okay, he does
1: that, cooks. That, that makes me respect it more. You know, he's got two Cooks. He could have gone overcooked. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have be been a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so he received zero, zero votes. Um, <laughs> and the rules here were people could use three votes. Um, so yeah. And then next, uh, Obi-John and Addison, Grant Farrington's team, received zero votes. H- how are we feeling about that name?
3: Um, I like the Obi Wan part. The Addison part um, only makes—I mean, it only makes sense. It for me when I saw the picture. Um,
2: hmm. It's not close enough to Anakin. Yeah, kind of,
1: for kind me, horning
2: Addison. Yeah, I, I, it took me a long time to figure out what. I mean, the Obi Wan made sense. The Addison, I was like, what is he going for with that?
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, so I want to give him props for the obi John part.
1: Yeah, I agree. I like the obi John. Maybe he could have just left it obi John Kenobi or something.
3: Right. But, win obi. We'll Put a win in
2: that. You know? Oh,
1: yeah. Good. This is unfair for us to just <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: pick apart names. <laughs> pick
1: apart names and saying what this should have done. <laughs> um, but I like he does. He's, he had a Star Wars theme that he's been rolling with. Yeah, I do like
3: that. Yeah, it's good good. See, that's culture. That's branding. Yeah,
1: that's some continuity. Uh, I like that. Um, but I know that I think that hurt Grant because he values things like this. Um, and so to receive no, no votes, I think uh, struck a chord. Um, Next, one vote is Scrope Season, but that one vote was the manager of Scrope Season, Brad Harrop. <laughs>
2: I mean I I I think I am an enjoyer of Scrooge Season more than most. And again, it's been a commitment that I think is yeah. added to the name.
3: I know whose team it is when I see Scroat Season. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I think this brings up the the debate. And Brad pointed out that he is a fan of continuity, the same names for each year. He doesn't like changing the name each year. He doesn't know who's who. What what are your guys' opinions on that?
3: Um. Yeah, I can definitely see his argument. Uh, I think if it was maybe a, more of a dynasty setup, I could understand that. But part of the fun for me each year is when I draft somebody. I'm I'm thinking of the name, you know, yeah. Um and I get enjoyment from that. So
2: I think that's kind of like an old man take. Like you just hate change, and you're not you're not willing to adjust.
1: Yeah. Because there is some pressure, and like now I have to create something new every year. And if you just keep the same name, then you don't have to deal with that. I get it, though. Um, Okay, another one vote was more than more than a Thelen, and Everett was the one who voted for this. This was Michael. This is Michael Dunn's team. Yeah, I think it's a great name. I think it's kind of a crime that it got one vote. Yeah. Respect to that, um, it made me start singing
3: the song. Adam Thielen is now a free agent in our league, so
1: yeah, that's true. Um, but he had the the Boston album cover, yeah. Also, I was like, that is good. That's good. You th- I? I assume he came up with that. Yeah, on his own. And yeah. I'm like, that's it's really good. Yeah, good stuff yeah I think that should have been ranked higher um I like that more than my own name so um which leads me to my own name hungry we e t n yeah you've what?
3: created a, you've created a brand around it because each week you've sent in a group me <laughs>
2: How <laughs> funny he thinks it is. The <laughs> he giggles to himself. Yeah. Been, the thing that I've been confused by Uh-oh. is when you send those, you say, Oh, so hungry. Why why do you say oh so hungry instead of we eat? Um you've been fed, you won.
1: No, it it's a mindset, Jake. <laughs> We're never <you> satisfied. <laughs>
2: But you show people like gorging themselves. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Yeah, they're like morbidly obese people. Yeah. That's why I was giggling because the things that I type in to try to find these gifts—it's <laughs> just horrible. it's horrible. Um, yeah. But it's been pretty
0: fun.
3: No, but Megan caught me because when I opened it tonight, she was like, "What are you laughing at?" And I was like, "Well,
1: Grant sends these these <laughs> gifts." I know. I've been waiting for a loss.
2: Um, it's gonna be the opposite. So Yeah, see, and that, that makes more maybe maybe I've been missing that and miss unfairly judging your gifts because yeah. It yeah. just seems like you've been fed.
1: Yep. We have been fed, but we're still eating. And uh after loss we will have not
2: fed. Okay. Yeah, but no, we sense. will still be hungry. Oh then I, see. Still, I well, see. Yeah, I then you'll be yourself. hungry. This we'll this always be hungry. Long, but, uh, but yeah then you're going to say the same thing as when you win though <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, where the inconsistency so lies when
1: you like get now. when you get knocked out of the playoffs you'll still be hungry you still still <laughs>
2: going to be hungry uh
1: i have i have thought about this predicament that i've i've
2: <laughs> yeah um see that's where i thought it should have been we eat in when you win yeah
1: yeah but i just was filled with like so much i don't know angst of how last year went that i was just yeah, yeah. starving we're famished <laughs> each week um but then after loss we are going to be actually famished uh and suffering so i right. you know hopefully i don't lose one game all season and i won't have to deal with that <laughs> yeah. good uh, strategy good strategy unlikely but it's been enjoyable for me, and also the, my my picture, uh, my avatar. I just typed in AI picture of fat man eating, and there was probably a thousand fantastic pictures. <laughs> like it was hard for me to, to really choose one. It, yeah. it was never ending, and I was like, "Is this what AI is doing?" Yeah, it's good. It's
3: good, good to know. I mean, the things we can do now.
1: Yeah. You can pretty much find great artwork of Freddie. Um, okay, the other number two, two votes, um, Jew Daddy. And Nick was one of those votes. Of <laughs> and then Brad was the other vote, probably in solidarity for a consistent team name. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Not not a good name, but the commitment takes it up a notch, I would say.
1: But there's not really, there's not really like a Jew.
2: I I don't get it. There's not a Jew theme happening. No, no. Well, he's been this. It's been the same name for like three years.
1: Pop, that that's a hard J. Um, yeah,
2: yeah, I was gonna say. I
1: there's think not a Jewish, there's not a Jewish theme, which I'm okay with. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> be clear. Um. Which I'd like to see a tasteful uh, rendition of that. Right. Um. Okay. Then we're getting into everybody who tied for second place. Chubb and Johnson caught on camera. Kamara. Nice. Yeah. That's Mark. That's Mark. Yep.
3: That's a Phoenix Rising from the ashes of last year. Yeah.
1: It yeah. remind. Uh, Remind us what his name was last
3: year. Uh Comeback name of the year goes to Mark Baker because last year wasn't it Bob Evans and it was Robinson
2: Roberts. Evans. <laughs> <laughs> his stomach got the best of him on that one, but yeah, I, I loved it. I, I did not see that the vote was occurring or else I would have for sure voted for Moss and made it higher. Yeah. Oh, B, B didn't vote? No, I didn't. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's a great name. It's a great name. So yeah. unofficially, Mark, Chubb Mark could
2: have won. But yeah, plus Chubb is so overused in fantasy names, but it's a new spin on Chubb. Mm-hmm. It like he thought about a new way to use Chubb mm-hmm. that I really liked. Yeah, I agree.
1: He made his own, which right. uh, I like.
0: Yeah,
1: and he he's got a good. Avatar 2 uh, which, which which I appreciate you know um, and then next we have Everett's name On Kirk the Solid Rock I Stand
3: yeah Kirk Cousins this is a reference to a Netflix documentary where after he lost in the playoff game there's a tender moment with his sons where he's singing On Christ the Solid Rock I Stand so I was ho- hoping the only risk was sacrilegiousness <laughs> um but it's more of a reference that my team is built on the solid rock. And he's been a solid rock. He's just Yeah. He's
2: I think just, he's I think he's like QB1 in fantasy right now. Yeah, yeah, he's just
3: he's just solid. Um doesn't wow you with a lot of, you know, huge games, but he's he's consistently over twenty. Um so yeah, that's that. I, I don't know. I was trying to do it today. My ideal image is him with his brain thing on, oh. uh, <laughs> but I couldn't find like an ideal <laughs> for that, which by the way, sporty good times, big media. Yep. Um, I made a r- joke to my brother that, that he should. Well, I don't know if I gave him my permission, but I was like it reminded me of in Napoleon Dynamite where he puts he puts the time machine thing on. Crystals. Yeah. Crystals. Yeah. And then a couple days later, my brother makes like a TikTok of that exact thing. I saw that. And he got a thousand likes.
1: I'm like, what the heck, man? No no shout out, no cred.
3: No. I've I've given him some stuff before that he's done as well. But part of the reason why we're, you know, under we're, we're no longer under the cascade of
1: sport of good times yeah we we got to bring that content over to the 209
3: podcast <laughs> <later>. <laughs> yeah they're i'm sorry i didn't mean any of that
1: yeah do, do you have a certified brain trust with your brother where it's just kind of you know any ideas are, are, are free you taking
3: we yeah yeah we probably do um we have the same sense of humor so
1: yeah that that was a good one i'm i'm pretty sure i liked it i'm one of those yeah. likes, so That is good. And uh, going back to your name, not only is it a great name, but it is encouraging worship from your
2: opponents. Mm -hmm. Is that correct, Jake? Yeah, well, I mean, I just had the song stuck in my head because I was looking at the score. (laughs) (laughs) I love that hymn, first of all. And then I was looking at the scoreboard, and it was just going through my head. I enjoyed it. It made me like the name more.
1: Grand, that's your wedding song, right? It's the hymn we sang at your wedding? Yeah. Uh, it is not, but oh. it's, it's the same concept. Did of. we
3: sing Oh How o- Firm a Foundation? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yep. yeah, that's right.
3: Okay. Yeah, same, yeah, same concept.
1: Firmness, yeah. solid, solid, permanence,
3: foundations.
1: Um. Okay, next was Jacob's team name. How should I read your team name? With the parentheses or well, uh, without the parentheses? Jaja, ja, ding dong. <laughs> Do you want you want to talk about your
2: team name? I love it.
1: I, I received a vote for myself. Both of your names received votes for myself.
2: Well, I I struggled a lot to think of a team name, and that just came to me at some point. But I had I had Jameer Gibbs and Javante Williams. So I realized they both have the name Ja. So then, somehow I don't even know how I thought about "Yaya ya Ding Dong" from Eurovision, which that song cracks me up. Yeah. So I ran with it. I went. I went with it, and I thought I thought there would be a lot of GIF opportunities, which I forced some GIFs on it. But
1: <laughs> yeah, you couldn't hold it any longer.
2: <laughs> no. I and the plan was that every time Jameer, well, originally I had told Grant that every time both Jameer and Javante score, I'll do the gift. Well, that plan has gone out the window because <laughs> neither of them have scored through three weeks. So
1: it's long, still in the chamber it was, when they
2: both scored. Right, yeah. Now it's gone. Any touchdown, I'm firing off the gifts. I have, I, I have them in the chamber. There, there's multiple that I'm waiting to use, but they have oh, scored. I'm yeah. excited for that.
1: Yeah. Did, so they didn't score this past weekend. but you forced the GIF out there anyway.
2: Well, I did. I did the play, Jaja Tango.
1: Oh yeah. Who, oh yeah. The oh, yeah, guy right. who
2: would like to hear.
1: We we want you to score.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm I'm requesting that. They play it, but yeah. they have yet to play
1: it. Yeah, that's great. That's good. And then the number one team name was Sean Kreps, Tanks for the Flowers. Tanks for the Flowers. Um, which I think was great too. And that was a brain trust between Sean and Annika, Seanica. Oh, nice. Because he did originally have Tanks for Zay Flowers. Switch it to Z. Yeah, You yeah. made it
3: just just
1: enough better, you know. Right.
3: Yeah, and you you say it like a German. Yes. Person. Right.
1: Thanks for the flowers.
3: Yeah, like Augustus Clube.
1: Hungry. Oh, interesting.
3: You <laughs> <laughs> Light bulb. <laughs> oh, we know what we're getting next.
1: Yeah, I just need to win. Um, <laughs> That's good. It's good stuff. Um, anything that you guys want to discuss? Um,
3: this might be too much to come to just bounce off the top of your head. Um, we do a lot of Mount Rushmore's, or my brother on his podcast has done a lot of Mount Rushmore's. Yeah. You know, your top four of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but if we if we kind of draft this out as one person at a time, kind of a snake draft, mm-hmm. I would just like to do a Mount Rushmore of things in the fall.
1: Yeah, are you okay with that, Jake? Jake, are you okay with this? Yeah, I'm
2: okay with it.
3: Okay, we because this before. we we have just like this is the first week of officially of fall. Um, the weather's about to change. We're in the midst of football season. A lot of great things going on in the fall. Um, so I'll, I will start things off.
1: What, what marks the beginning of fall? It's
3: usually around September 21st. Um, the official first day of fall.
1: That's what they say.
3: That's what they say. That's what they have said. Um, it's not like
1: a, some solstice equinox thing happening that determines. I'm sure it has something to do with that. Well, what's always, this is a tangent. What's always driven me nuts is that. The summer solstice marks the beginning of summer. Yeah. But it's been it's also and feels like summer before that. Right.
3: That one's a little cleaner, though, because it's the longest day of the year. Yeah. And then in the winter, too, it's the shortest day of the year, daylight. Yeah. So those, I feel like that that's a good marking spot. So, they must have something to do with the length of the days in the fall and the spring.
1: It's true. I just don't like thinking, oh, I've been experiencing summer before this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah, I, I hear you. Well, I mean, in Georgia, it definitely doesn't feel like fall. I'll just say that. Oh, on, really? se- on September 25th, no.
1: No leaves are changing
3: yet? Well, the leaves might be changing, but the heat hmm. persists. Um,
1: well, what are we talking? We're we talking 90s, 80s? Uh,
3: I don't know. Yeah, eight, 80s. But it, there's a thickness in the air. Ooh. Like this, this, on Tuesdays, <laughs> I, I take a walk with a buddy from church, and I put on like a nice kind of pullover thing today, thinking, "Oh, it's you know, it's fall," mm-hmm. and I was pouring sweat <clears throat> wearing this thing. That sounds horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that situation, and like you know, we're in in two weeks' time, we'll be in Indiana. Um, and Megan and I are, are, partly very excited just because it'll feel like fall. Um, yep. if like.
1: Uh, and, and I, my understanding is you already have your outfits picked out.
3: Uh, they're, they're, uh, yeah, they, we've been brainstorming a uh, couple options. Yeah.
1: I love that. That, that to <laughs> me was, that was, that was my friend Everett.
3: Yeah. Uh, definitely not a laid back guy. Yeah. But
1: evidence. I know it's going to be fire.
3: got <laughs> <laughs> I bring the heat? You know, you got to. <laughs> Gotta be um, like, the same, but a little different. Like I'm older now. I'm a dad. What does that mean?
1: Yep. Yeah. And that outfit will express all of
3: that. Yeah, all all that will be on display. Yes.
1: Jake, what will
2: you be wearing? <laughs> I I've got it laid out. I'm ready. <laughs>
1: yep. Uh, yep. Um. That just I want to say the 209 is getting back together in person in. A week from Saturday to mm-hmm. watch the Taylor-IWU game, Rattlery game, and the whole friend group's getting together. We're getting an Airbnb. We're going to be in Upland. Um, if you're listening to this podcast and have been thinking, I want to go to a Taylor game, go to that one uh, because we would love to see you.
3: Yeah. N- Megan asked me tonight. She's like, are, are y'all going to pod when you're there? And I mm-hmm. was like, oh, that would be interesting. Um, I don't know how it'll work
1: out that weekend, but. Yeah, I kind of think no because yeah. re- it's exclusive.
3: It is exclusive. Yeah, it is very exclusive. Because um, her suggestion was to include everybody in the pod, and
1: that'd be know. a lot of cooks in one kitchen. There? That's
3: right. Overcooked.
1: Overcooked. We would be overcooked. <laughs>
3: sure. um, okay. To get back to my Mount Rushmore.
1: Yep. This is my number one.
3: Well, it's not my number
1: one. It's so, on my mount. So it's you have board. the number one draft pick?
3: Well, no, 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 it's not my number one. Look, you're you're creating your own. Oh, okay. So you have you your own Mount Rushmore.
2: You can't choose other people's picks though. So you have you have the number one
1: pick. Yeah, like what you choose will exclude what I can pick. Right. Oh, that's true. Which is okay. I'm just giving you a hard time, but
3: Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um that's true. I have the number one draft choice.
1: Yeah, that's
3: fine. I don't. Th- I don't think this will overlap. I'm. I was doing this as a service to get the ball rolling, but yeah. Um, okay, my number one is hoodies. Yeah. Um. I have. I have like a, a tall tower of sweatshirts that just sit in my closet for a long time, especially now that I'm back in the dirty south, mm. and I can't wait for the day where I get to wear those hoodies. Are very comfortable. Um, and I just like the way that they make me feel and I can't wait to wear them. So there's my There's, there's one of the faces of fall on my Mount Rushmore. Um, maybe my Thomas Jefferson.
1: Yeah, that, that's a great
2: one. Um, Jake, you want to go next? I would, cause I had two picks in mind and sweatshirt weather was one of them.
0: So me (laughs) me
2: too. Um I will go with the fan favorite football. Yeah. Oh yeah. That that's just immediately what comes to my mind when I think of falls. So what, definitely what is, on my mount rushmore. What is your peak
3: week like the ideal week in football season? Um about what time in the season are you like, this is this is this is the creamy middle, as our yeah. professor would say.
2: Hmm. I I think I think that the first week is very special to me just because mm-hmm. there's so much excitement leading up to it. And then I, I think once, like specifically the NFL, once they get into conference games, like the Lions play the Packers on Sunday. So I feel like they're starting Thursday. to get into the actual, or yeah, Thursday. They're starting to get into the actual season. So I feel like this is, I don't know. I like the beginning of the season. Then obviously playoffs are the two my two favorite points. I would say.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I feel like my you guys probably disagree with this, but my excitement is never higher than at the very beginning. I don't know, like when when it's just coming back. Like I feel like I've been starved, and I'm so excited. Yeah. And it's just high school football, college football, NFL, like all of it. I just love it. But then I feel like it's, it does start to wane a little bit as it goes on somewhat. Mm -hmm. And and bowl season to me too, like, I don't know. Yeah. Really, I feel like there's just a couple of games that I'm interested in and then the college football playoff, the four games or four games.
3: Yeah. I, I think I agree with you with the exception of when the NFL playoffs start. Yeah. Um, Specifically, I guess it wouldn't be, it would be maybe divisional round weekend where you get the Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Two games. That's, that, that's probably my ideal football day. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, they're playing at an elite level. Um, and you're getting Saturday and Sunday, but I also agree with you. I'm like, I get sad when you're like at the beginning of the season. Especially in college, it's anybody's game. Yeah, and then like nobody's lost yet, and and it's fun. Game day is exciting, but then towards the end of the season, you're like, okay, there's like six good teams, yeah. um, or six teams that have a chance to go, and, which is expanding now. So maybe it'll be better.
1: Yeah, and I think I'm excited for that expansion because I agree the NFL playoffs, which I really didn't get into until probably the past two years. Yeah, but it's just it's it's way more interesting and fun yeah um, it's really exciting yep uh okay my turn yes you, you guys took I, I think those were the right two to go first um i i'm gonna go with maybe i'm i'm doing too much but like we have a cider mill By our house called Uncle John's Cider Mill. We went there last year. We went to a different place in Wheaton this past year, but any type of like orchard type place where I can get hot cider and some donuts and walk around. And it's like, I don't know. I I enjoy that.
3: Yeah. Phenomenal pick. Um, couldn't agree more. Um, Uh, that's good. In the, in the theme of food. Uh, when fall starts rolling around, the crock pot pressure cooker situation in our home increases. Mm-hmm. And soups oh. and chilies and
1: bisques. Mm. Um, no, don't, even, don't even bring up bisks. <laughs>
3: <laughs> or what's on the menu at the Pollard Home. So I get really excited. My favorite meals are the ones that are all in just one bowl. And... That is, that is the majority of the meals in the fall for us. So looking forward to, to, to some chili. Megan makes, um, a butternut squash bisque that is really good that I
1: like. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's, that's great. Um, I feel like apples start getting used a lot more in my diet during the fall and I like mm-hmm. apples a lot. Um, this might be cheating, but my next pick is going to be Thanksgiving.
3: Oh, that's a good pick. It's a good pick. Okay. Well, to elaborate.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, I associate Thanksgiving with the fall. Um, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say it's my favorite holiday, but it's up there. And there's so much rap the, the the feeling you get around Thanksgiving of like, it's a break from work and whatever you're doing and you're with family and there's such an emphasis and just on gratitude. I think that's great.
0: Yeah.
1: And football and so much food and just being together. I just love the whole vibe of Thanksgiving. So
3: Yeah.
1: Puritans and, you know, <laughs> savages.
3: You can't say. do you dropped the hard J. And uh,
1: pure, uh, pilgrims and natives.
0: There you go.
2: There I go. All right, I, I'll, I'll go with fall colors. I just like driving around in the fall, looking at trees, yeah. leaves, yeah. the colors changing. Um, it's just very pretty in the fall.
0: Yeah. Is,
3: is is that um is michigan like have you been in other places is michigan like particularly special in the fall um
2: i don't know i guess i haven't really noticed other like the differences in the fall in other places i don't know have you grant the experienced fall in other places um we experienced
1: it in upland indiana and yeah. The devil's backbone in the fall is something oh, yeah. to behold. That's and, true. Uh, I got to see that this past Saturday. Um, the leaves were already starting to change, and will probably be even better um, when we're there. And that is actually very pretty.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so, I, I mean, I think as much pride as I have in Michigan, and I, I will say that Michigan in the fall is the best, but probably everywhere in the Midwest looks yes. <laughs> similar in the fall. I'll give Michigan in the summertime mm.
3: it is undefeated in my mind. So is, yeah, what were we gonna say? And there is like
1: uh north of Lansing on 127, as you're going just up, there's yeah. there's like nothing but just trees and hills, and it's yeah. beautiful in the fall. It's yeah. fantastic. That's one of my favorite drives to make.
3: Yeah. I believe it. I believe I it's Grant, you're back up. No, you're up. Oh, I'm up. You're up. Um, I'm like peak nostalgia in the fall. Mm. So I'll just, I'll throw up for, for whatever reason. Um, I know nostalgia can kind of strike in all seasons, but for whatever reason, I love the fall because it reminds me of a lot of good family memory, memories, my dad coaching um, in the fall. And then if I can think back to, to you, was a very sweet season in my life there was something about sundays in the fall church and after church with our friends was great um win or loss you had that sore feeling yep. that you, you accomplished something good you probably had to go to the training room um there was a nice pie arrangement in the dc mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um to choose from and that was always nice on sundays and then uh, we would kind of try to do homework and watch football at the same time. And those are some of the best memories of my life. So I'll, I'll put nostalgia there as, as specific to fall, fall-time nostalgia.
1: Yeah, that really struck a chord with me. I I, I totally know what you're talking about because I experienced it alongside you. But, like – uh. That achiness and sore Sunday morning, like Mm -hmm. walk, (laughs) like limping into UCC from the parking lot, right? And sitting there and grabbing a donut, yep, having coffee. Um, but like such a fondness in that feeling, even though it was uh achy and sore, but oh, love that. And then we, I feel like we had some. Just great conversations in the D.C. then after church discussing what we were learning. and Yeah. It's the best. Yep. Fruit of the forest pie.
3: Yeah. So when people say, talk about college loans, I'm always quick to be like, you know, you pay for more than just the sheet of paper. You're paying for all those things. Um, well worth the money. Sometimes, though. I, sometimes. I mean, not for everybody. In, Is, in, the in independent- the case of- Depending where you of, go, in the case of me, yes. In, in my case, as someone who's still paying student loans, I don't even bad on
1: Yeah, unfortunately, I think there are. Uh, yeah, if, if you're commuting to a technical school, college, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, like if you go to Iowa, like you're probably Iowa. just yeah. looking at that student loan number, thinking, "What was the point?" Yeah,
3: money down the drain.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: All right, you have the
1: term, so you have, you have. Another pick. <laughs> We're oh, still yeah, out yeah. of order. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I that... Am I wrong? No, right?
3: no, you're right. You're right. I just, I, I wasn't ready to think this quickly once again. Um, I'll just say, well, we've already said football, but the baseball playoffs start, um, and that's pretty exciting. Like, October just has a lot of good things in it, in particular. Oh, I'll say this. Fall festivals.
0: Mm.
3: The Christian alternative to trick-or-treating. Um, I Um hey, Hallelujah Harvest Festival? Fall, harvest Festival, whatever you want to call it. That's okay. what we call it. Uh I went to a church where we had a Reformation Day party. Mm. And that was, I have a lot of fond memories of several adults dressing up like Martin Luther and telling us the story of of the you know reformation which was a lot of fun for me um, even then so i like uh i also like trick or treating i'm not i'm not out on trick or treating but halloween reformation day particularly the fall festivals i feel like there's always a good excuse to go somewhere where people are um and it feels a little bit different than summer or holiday gatherings. Good. Yeah. All right, who's up?
1: Jacob.
3: I'm out of pigs. <laughs> We've taken all the good. <laughs> all right. Well uh, add add something specific about football then.
2: Well, I love fantasy football too. Oh
0: <laughs> there you go. Go for
2: that, yeah. Fantasy. I I love fantasy football. I love the banter with it. I love the bragging rights, but I just think it improves. Like you can watch some random NFL game that you don't care about, and it just makes it interesting. Yeah. So. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and all all that banter pretty much exclusively happens in the fall. I mean, it stretches into the other months, but
1: the meat of the season is the fall. Yeah, it's true. It, it's kind of a source of community. Yep. Um, I'm gonna go with just straight up weather. We, I, I think I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we uh, talked about it. it's it's crisp. It's a crisp autumn breeze, mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: and it hits it hits right. And we're like in the 70s here. Windows open, no air conditioning running, no heat running. Just the windows open, fan, ceiling fan going, and it's perfect. It's just perfect.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I love that. My wallet loves that. It's it's great. I'm not, I'm not paying for air. Yeah. Um, and, like, yeah, I've been playing a lot of pickleball lately, and it's just great pickleball weather. Like, yeah.
2: Yeah, I was going to say the same with golf. I feel like golf is great in the fall. Mm. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no comment. No comment. Um, my next one will be bonfires. Oh, yeah, that's good. Bonfires would we'll be my next one. Uh, it's hard. My wife, Nikki, hates smoke. So it <laughs> <they> makes bonfires <laughs> hard. She doesn't want, she like, likes the vibe of bonfire, but if there's some, way, if the scientists out there who are listening could find a way to have bonfires without any smoke, my wife would really appreciate it. Um, but we do have bonfires on occasion and just, I'm a hard cider guy and hard ciders thrive in the fall also, yeah. which is nice. It's it's yeah. hard cider season and that's good yeah. for me. Um, So just having a hard cider around the bonfire, it's good stuff.
2: I'm kind of with Nikki on the smoke thing because I I kind of like bonfires, but smelling like smoke after is like yeah. the worst thing of all time.
3: Yeah, and I know it's particularly tough for women because their hair carries the smoke for longer than our hair. If you have long hair, yeah, it's true. But yeah. Yeah. so scientists get on it.
1: Yeah, I I wish it wouldn't hinder us from having bonfires, though. You know, what's yeah. a little smoke for some fellowship? Yeah.
2: Okay, I have. So now, the, now you, do you have the turn or did you pick two? That was two, weather and bonfires. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. I, so now so me. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll say my final ones and I, I, hopefully I don't forget. Um, the apple orchard, um, weather, bonfires, and what was my other one?
2: But Thanksgiving.
1: Thanksgiving. Yes.
2: Thank you. So now I pick. Yeah. We're snaking, right? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with coffee, even though I drink coffee. <laughs> I think I think I, I think of like pumpkin spice lattes when I think of the fall, which I don't drink pumpkin spice lattes, <laughs> but I drink a lot of coffee. So yeah. Um I feel like coffee, like I drink it all summer, but it's just better in the fall once it starts yeah. getting colder. Like yeah. when you get up early for film and you have a coffee. It just is great. Is
1: is coffee better in the fall or, or in the winter?
2: Um, well, I don't know, probably the winter, but it's like after the heat, it's the first like exposure to colder weather. Right.
3: So it's more of a luxury than a survival
1: kind of thing. Yeah. Do Do you guys like pie flavored things?
2: Uh, pumpkin-flavored or pie-flavored?
1: Oh, sorry. I meant, to say, I meant to say pumpkin. Thank you. Yeah.
2: No, yeah, I, lo-
3: I love pumpkin-flavored things. Yeah. yeah, I do. I do, too. I so do, too. Just make pumpkin muffins with
1: chocolate mm. chips. Very good. Yeah. I love pumpkin-flavored things. That that probably could have been one of mine. My... Yeah. Uh, but, all right, I've...
3: Well, that was going to be mine, so... Oh, I just totally just... No, you didn't. I think it was a good segue. Yeah, mine was going to be pumpkin-flavored things. I'm a big... I'm a fiend for pumpkin pie. Yeah. yeah. I put your hands up when you say fiend um <coughs> and yeah there you go uh i love pumpkin pie i've, I've had pumpkin pancakes mm. pumpkin bread mm. um pumpkin seeds are all right if you uh season them well pumpkin juice is something in harry potter that i've always wanted to try so never
1: i've never seen that in the real world
3: pumpkin juice yeah and I always wonder, is it hot or cold? Because they talk about serving it cold sometimes in Harry Potter. And I'm like, oh, interesting.
2: Sounds bad, cold. Yeah, that's even yeah. be better hot, for sure.
3: Yeah, I think so, too. Um, but, you know, to each his own. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that that rounds out a pretty good list. It's a great list. So what, what were your four? Hoodies bisque soup chili. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Um, God, what was my third one? Oh, nostalgia. Yeah. And then pumpkin. Pumpkin. Yeah.
1: And Grant, yours was? Thanksgiving, weather, apple orchards, and crap. Forgot it already.
3: And weather. Bonfires. 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 Yeah, minus the smoke.
1: Well, uh, cool I'm to smoke. smokeless Nick, bonfires. I'm fine with the smoke. Nikki's the one with the smoke issue. Jay?
2: I had football. Fantasy football. <laughs> 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 um, coffee. Oh, my
0: list sucks.
2: <laughs> As I'm saying it, I realize my list sucks. <laughs> <laughs> coffee. <laughs> coffee. And fall colors. Fall colors is a good finish. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: that's good. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's good. Um, I, this could be one of our <laughs> well, while well, you compose put it yourself, I'll, I'll line up the next thing. So, I, I listen to New Heights like everybody and their mother. I don't know if y'all listen to New Heights. I've uh, never heard of New Heights, it's Jason Kelsey and Travis
2: Kelsey. Oh, okay, I've heard of New Heights. I don't uh, listen to it, but I watched some clips from it,
3: yeah. And somebody asked them the other day, what what movie or show do you quote the most in your everyday life? Um, which I thought was a good question to ask you guys. Um, so, what movie or show do you quote the most in your everyday life?
1: Man. I think now it would be... I, I quote, I think you should leave a lot. Oh, yeah. Now. Um, and then I think before I would quote Hot Rod quite a bit. Yeah. And when I was really young, I would quote Napoleon down to my a lot. Mm-hmm. It's probably my, my seasons of, of quoting. Wow. That was funny sometimes, but yeah.
3: Yeah. That depends on the context. I would say always sunny. I feel like I'm trying to quote always sunny more with y'all because we have watched it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that you will know. Uh, I, have, I have a friend now that he's from Philly, the offensive coordinator I was talking about, and he's he's great with. I can throw out any Always Sunny reference, oh, and it's fantastic. That's fun. That's fun. Um, so that 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 was a a good one for me. Um, remember the Titans quote often, and I think especially as I'm football coaching, I'm yeah. like, I probably quote that the most, and it's probably the one that I know. Probably the movie that I could can quote the best. Um, always good for an office quote,
0: mm. and
3: ironically, well, it's not ironically, maybe shamefully is the better word. Step Brothers, I quote Step Brothers a lot. Mm. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Cool. Any other guys? Yeah. yeah.
2: I don't think I've ever been a quotes guy. I would say Always Sunny probably. Is the most, but I've always been impressed with Everett's ability to recall and quote things because I am not good with that.
1: Yeah. yeah, I agree. I was, I was actually thinking about this recently that Everett can remember songs and movies and whatever, but like the exact words uh, of what the quote is. I, I can remember the. Idea or like the message that's being across, <laughs> but I'll jumble the words. Like, yeah, I I don't know specifically like how it was verbatim, but every note like he remembers what it was verbatim. That, yeah, it always impressed me.
3: Well, I appreciate y'all saying that, and I always wonder how it would come in handy. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I was I was teaching like preaching a sermon at our school, and for illustrations, I'm so thankful for like my memory that like that. Cause I can, I, it doesn't really have serve any purpose other than like a quick joke here and there, but like when illustrations, it really helps. I can remember movies and, and shows like, so the, the words specifically. So I was thankful for that and I will forever be. Yeah. 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 It's great. I, I guess so. I wanted to help me learn Hebrew Um and it kind of is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nikki's, uh, brother Michael is also like that, but the th- we don't watch or experience the same type of content at all. So like <laughs> every, yeah. every quote and reference is flying just like straight over my head.
3: Right. And you're yeah. like, dang it. Yeah. I missed that one. Sorry.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he, he, he's got a, the same gift. I feel like yeah. Y- you two are the, Two people in my life that can do that. And I'm like, I'm just like, I don't remember that, but, um, okay. I keep, I keep doing that,
3: the promise that we're about to close. I want to ask this. I want to put a poll up on the 209 Instagram. Anything coming to mind? Um, that doesn't have to be solved here, but the 209 as a dorm
2: room was known for polls.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I want to keep that rolling.
1: I like that. Jake, if you, if, Jake, are you okay with
2: that? I, I'm okay with that. I actually forgot that that was a thing. <laughs> well, it was on the outside of our door. So yeah, you got to leave the room to see that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't even know you guys were doing that out there. <laughs>
3: um, and then, so I want that. And then the last thing, we'll leave it on a note of like something, something you recommend, something that you're enjoying that you recommend. So, wait.
1: So, do you have a poll that you want out there? Or you just no,
3: I didn't. I didn't know. Usually, you're good for those kinds of things. <laughs> so, I was just teeing you up for that.
1: Hmm. 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 Okay. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be chewing on that. I think we'll do something fall related.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Something fall related. That's good. That's good. Um. Yeah. The one that came to mind had something to do with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Oh,
1: just. We could just put those two names up.
3: Yeah. Wow. That's good. Those are usually the best ones.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, the lack of information and specificity yeah. is the point.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It sparks a lot of good conversation. Um. That's good. Okay. And then so the last thing now, anything you recommend? Mm. I I can start because I have. I mean, usually this is how I do it. Uh, that's a question that I haven't answered. Yeah, go for it. Um, we just finished a book. There's a memoir called How to Stay Married. Hmm. Um, the most insane love story ever told. It is hilarious. It is very thought provoking. It's sad because it's about a, a marriage that where the wife leaves the husband, kind of has a boyfriend on the side, but they end up sticking through like working it out because of um their faith and the church loving them through it. I can't emphasize enough how funny the book is it's by written by a guy named Harrison Scott Key. He's a really good writer. Um, we really enjoyed it. So I highly recommend that if you're looking for a good book, the audio book is, is very good.
1: The premise does not sound funny.
3: I know, but the way he describes it, it's like, it's very authentic. So even the worst situations, he, he says them in very funny and like real ways. Um, this is nonfiction, or fiction? yeah, it's nonfiction. Yeah. So.
1: Okay. Yeah. Right. Y'all. I'll go. Jake looks like he needs time to think. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he recommends coffee in the fall.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I recently listened. To an alien podcast, there were ten episodes. I would recommend listening to episode one and episode ten only, <laughs> <laughs> and, and skipping all of all of the middle because the middle is interesting, but it's just like more information than you need. Yeah, um, it was called Alien Revelations, and it was like a Christian perspective on all of the alien happenings happening right now with Congress and like a, if, if you're familiar or not, but like, basically the government has opened up and said, yeah, there's something going on. UFOs are, are real. We, we don't really understand them entirely, but here's everything that we've seen. And uh, they're definitely there, but we don't, Really, I un- know what's happening.
3: Yeah. Well, I remember even when we talked to Blake Wheeler, who's in the Navy, right? Yeah. And he, he was like, hush, hush about, yeah, he's like, yeah, we can't really talk about that.
0: Yeah.
3: Which is interesting.
1: Uh, so it was a Christian perspective on how we should understand some of this that's happening. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. ran <laughs> Are you trying to avenge yourself in your small group? Oh, dude. Well, okay. This is what's so great about it is that um which we never we never actually really talked about that on the podcast, I don't think, but we talked about it separately,
3: yeah, Grant almost was labeled a heretic um by his small group who had just been kind of you know ready to hand over the keys to him as as the leader of their group until he outed himself as a an alien sympathizer,
1: I guess. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Clean that up for me, Grant. Yeah. Well, Cooper listens to this podcast, so shout out, Cooper. Um, and the, the yeah, there's there's some details that are off there, but <laughs> that's the way I heard it. That's yeah, funny. yeah. It's, it's good to hear the, the telephone game. Um, but we were hanging out with our good friends, the hemmingers and the Barnharts, and we got on the topic of aliens. I think people were surprised to hear that I had some differing opinions on whether aliens could fit in the Christian worldview. Um, and I I thought that they could. Um, I, I didn't think that the Bible necessarily excluded them, the possibility of them.
0: Right.
1: The flip way of, of saying this would be if you wave a magic wand and you accept as true that aliens are real, would you have to throw out your Christian faith would be the inverse way of thinking of this. Right. And I was arguing, no, that I wouldn't have to throw out my Christian faith. I think the two can exist simultaneously. And people didn't agree with that. Uh, But it was honestly a great discussion. I felt like, the guys were a little more interested in the discussion and the girls were more like, Grant, you're, you sound like you're talking heresy. Um, so I walked away thinking, well, that took a turn that I didn't want it to. I thought this was just going to be a fun, lively, like thought experiment. Um, but as time has passed, I think that's what it was. And I was probably projecting. <laughs> You weren't brought under church discipline or anything. Like I was not brought under church discipline. Uh, I have not been excommunicated from URC. Yeah. Or anything like that, which is good. But so what's funny about all this is that who showed me who sent me the podcast was Andy Heminger, who uh whose house we were at, who was someone who was pushing back on on it all. So like the conversation has been ongoing. So that's how the podcast was introduced to me. So it was it was really interesting. Yeah. It's been fun, fun to listen to. And I need to circle back with them and see what they think now having listened to it.
3: Yeah. I think I saw this guy. I was at a theology in the raw podcast and he was, I think he was inter Like maybe the guy who's behind this podcast
1: was his- interviewed by this guy. Okay. Yeah. It, I think his podcast is called cultish. Yeah. um, And so he does different things related to that. Okay. So like, this is just like a series that he did.
0: Okay.
2: All right. Beaselberry recommendations. Well, I have football on the mind, obviously. So, um, five front is that your recommendation? What? How many people? What kind of front? Kind of <laughs> no, front? not not that. So, I don't have Amazon Prime, so I don't have Amazon Video or whatever. So, for Thursday night games. If you can't, if you don't have Amazon Prime, Twitch streams Thursday night games for free on Twitch, which I feel like is not advertised well. Cause last year when I was trying to watch the Thursday night games, I was like, how do I watch this if I don't have Prime? So that's one thing. Also, if you want to watch every NFL game or games outside of market, you can do a student pass and it's like way cheaper for, uh, what is it? NFL Sunday ticket. Those are my two recommendations, which that's a, those are niche recommendations, but um, uh,
1: that's like actually helpful. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's I think cause I used Adam's information and I read about people who would like look up random girls on university soccer rosters and use their birth date and stuff, but it's like $110 or something for the season instead of like four or 500 that's interesting.
1: But. I thought you were about to solicit some uh, Babylon websites to. No. No. Um, I'm glad to hear that.
2: But yeah, but. that's what I got. That's
1: great. Okay. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining the 2 on podcast, listening to our intervention, um, swaying Jacob with logic and reason. Um, and then, you know, just. We look forward to seeing where it goes from here for sure. But this has been the 209 Podcast. We will see you again.